The NFL said no to some of the new rule changes and passed some others. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuber back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great Wednesday, the middle of the week. And the NFL rules changes for 2023. We heard about a bunch from yesterday. Uh, some small ones like, ah, yes, we're going to allow players to wear uh, the number zero or things that uh, that get approved. The roughing the passer review, that doesn't get approved. Lots of little pieces of information, uh, small rule changes that some were tabled, some were approved, some were rejected. But of course, the NFL can't get out of their own way sometimes. And the one piece, uh, the one rule change that did go through uh, and that is uh, what the NFL is going to be doing with Thursday night football moving forward. Now, they didn't take a vote. They opted against voting at the owners' meetings in Phoenix yesterday uh, on a rule that would allow t- ga- uh, games and teams to be flexed into Thursday night football. So that was one part of the proposal that they were going to allow the same flexing rules that you saw with you that you see with Sunday night football late in the season that we just started to get with Monday night football late in the season, depending on the matchup. They wanted to extend those flexing rules into Thursday night football. They did not vote on that proposal. But what they did vote on and what they did agree to is to modify the existing Thursday night football rule that is going to allow teams to play a maximum of two short week games. Used to be only one. So... That means some teams could play two Thursday night games that uh, and others may not play any at all. Now, I'm reading a story from ESPN.com that kind of lays all this out. Back-to-back Thursday night games, so let's say a team that plays on uh, Thanksgiving Thursday and then plays Thursday the next week, that does not count as a short week game because they get a full uh, week to recover, so it would only be the one short week game. So some teams could potentially end up playing as many as three Thursday games. Now... There has been a lot of reaction to this. J.J. Watt has weighed in on this. Patrick Mahomes weighed in on this. A lot of different players, former players, threw their opinions out into the mix. And you can understand the frustration from a J.J. Watt and from a Patrick Mahomes talking about player safety and talking about how this is going to make things worse. I mean, J.J. Watt talked about, you know, if if truly player safety was the top priority, that this would have never uh, been a conversation. Mahomes, his reaction to it, he kind of tweeted the news with a facepalm emoji, basically telling you how he feels. And I think if we are going to have a conversation about this specific rule proposal, and again, there are other things we could talk about. I could talk about uh, th- that the they're allowing uh, sports books at stadiums to stay open during games, and they're allowing uh, NFL players to, to wear number zero, and the uh, Eagles... Uh, rule about fourth and 20 to be able to instead of an onside kick to do that 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 got kind of tabled but they're they're not voting uh, for or against it they're just tabling it for a later time I could talk about all of those things here on the show today but the NFL can't get out of their own way sometimes and this is the perfect example of it so we are going to take this from two buckets and in order to do this for just the say, and again, I want to make it very clear that player safety is very important, and I do not think this is a thing that is in the best interest of advancing the causes of player safety in the National Football League. I do not believe uh, putting teams in positions to play two of these games uh, throughout the course of, of a season is a good decision. And what I mean by these games, you play on 
Sunday, uh, and then you're playing on a short week that following Thursday, right? I, I do not believe that is in the best interest of player safety. I already think the one game, as it is, is a is a testing and trying time for all these teams. You hear the way players feel about it. They hate playing in these games. But just for the context of having this conversation, I want to put that to the side for a second. I think I've made it clear where I stand on this, how I feel like this is a bad approach, but I just want to put it to, to the side. Uh, for a second, because the NFL executive vice president, Brian Rolap, who is the chief media and business officer, offered this quote in reference to this proposal. Quote, we're interested in making sure that we get exposure for all of our clubs. We also believe that these national windows are for clubs that are playing well. We want to put the best teams in the best windows, end quote. Now, I can understand that sentiment. It is a sentiment that has gone back a very, very, very long time. When the Thursday Night Football schedule comes out, when the schedule release happens in a couple of months here, and we we go goo-goo and gaga over the, the schedule release, and we look at all the primetime matchups that get announced, which games are already uh, slated for Sunday night and Monday night and Thursday Night Football, there has always been a kind of visceral reaction to the Thursday night schedule because there are some teams in there that maybe probably shouldn't be in there because this is a national window. This is the only game in the time slots, the only game on the day. Uh, everyone's going to be focusing on this game, and you've got teams that maybe aren't playing particularly well. So it has been a criticism in the past, but my counter, my pushback to that is, is this the best thing we could have come up with to remedy that situation of getting exposure for all of our clubs? Could maybe we add more teams to Monday Night Football? Could maybe we add more teams to Sunday Night Football? Could maybe we explore changing the flexing rules and making it a little bit more easier to flex Sunday Night Games and Thursday night and, and Monday Night Games throughout the course of the season? Right? You don't think it would be easier if maybe a week before we could flex a, a Sunday night game now already? We have to wait until the latter part of the season? Why can't you do it now? Why can't a team that's off to a 5-0 and start and has a game against another team that's off to a good start that maybe wasn't in that time slot that they were already going to play on Sunday, why can't they get flexed in week 6 and week 7? You want to create that national window, everybody's already geared up to play on Sunday, you just move the time slots. And again, this was a, this was a criticism that was uh, levied by the Giants owner, uh, John Mara, who said the idea um, was uh, was abusive to the idea, um, and and said, "quote At some point, can we get, can we please give some consideration to the people who are coming to our games? People make plans to go to these games weeks and months in advance, and 15 days ahead of time to say sorry, folks. The game you were planning on taking your kid to Sunday at one, it now it's on Thursday night. What are we thinking about?" End quote. And he also added, because some might say that he's just looking at it from a financial perspective, he went on to say that, "quote This should have been vetted with the health and safety committee. It should have been vetted with the competition committee. It was not. They just tried to push it through." End quote. So this is talking about the flexing of these games, which obviously did not get passed. But again, I feel I just came up with a pretty reasonable solution because let's take John Mara at face value here, that he wants he wants to give some consideration to the people who are paying the tickets for these games and you're flexing them from a Sunday to a Thursday. Well, guess what? You don't have to add a second Thursday night game for teams to create that national exposure. I've given you the blueprint. I've given you the solution. You should be able to, at any point, flex a game that's on a Sunday into the Sunday night window. I know that might be a little bit more difficult for the TV crews and, the, and the, your, your TV partners, NBC, that you're, you're paying all this money with. But if you give them a, week, a week's notice, a week in advance, so the Sunday 
but the, you know, the, the Sunday or Monday morning, you, you make your announcement. Sunday night, Monday morning, you make your announcement of what next week's game is going to be if you are choosing to flex it. It allows you that flexibility. If a team gets off to a hot start, you want to give them that national exposure. You can do so without upending the framework that you already have. Because, again, let's take it to, to that family, those folks that are planning to take their kids to a, a game at Sunday at 1. Yes, you're moving it from Sunday to 1 to Sunday at potentially 8 o'clock if you're on the West Coast a little bit earlier. And, yeah, that could you know end up with the messing with the school schedule. Obviously, for those kids the next day. But again, you're not changing the day. It's still Sunday. You're just moving it a couple of hours. That already happens late in the season. Why can't we extend those flex considerations to a larger part of the season? Why do we have to condense it to just the latter part of the season? I know why, because they want to make those games enticing for everybody. And they want to make those games fun and entertaining. And they want them to have high stakes. I get it. But we can provide those high stakes early in the season. If a team's off to a great start, or if there's a great quarterback matchup, or if there's things that develop throughout the course of the season, you want to flex a game, you should have carte blanche to be able to flex a game into Sunday Night Football from the early slate into the afternoon slate, or from the early slate or afternoon slate into the late slate, into the nighttime, into the Sunday Night Game. That should be easy. It should be free reign. And that is a little tweak that, again, doesn't upend the fabric of what we're doing here and doesn't put teams in a position that they're going to play two of these short week games. Again, if the idea behind this is that they're interested in making sure that they can get exposure for all clubs, we can change the flexing rules elsewhere for Monday night and Sunday night football, games that we already have flexing rules for in a in a smaller part of the season. And I don't think somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, either you know tweeting at the show or, or letting me know. But I don't think there's criticism about the way we flex Sunday night games. I don't think there's criticism about the way Monday night games get flexed late in the season. Right? We don't have that criticism. There's not a player safety concern about moving a game from 1 o'clock on a Sunday to 8 o'clock on a Sunday. There's not an argument from, hey, you're going to be moved from Sunday to Monday this week. There, there isn't that concern or a team moving back from Monday to Sunday, still getting a full week's worth of practice like they normally would. There doesn't appear to be the same player safety concerns. Again, not a doctor, not a medical expert, but I don't think that upends the fabric here. I don't think that changes so much compared to playing on a Sunday and then playing just a couple of days later on a Thursday does. And so adding another one of those games, it feels like there could have been a better way to do this. And again, they tabled the idea of flexing teams in to a Thursday night kickoff. But again, did they really do the right thing when they just changed another rule that says you we can put you on the schedule twice in that spot anyway? Again, I don't like this. I think there's a much easier way to go about this, a much easier way for us to figure this out. And again, just take the quote from the NFL executive vice president of what their intent was, that they were interested in getting exposure for all of the clubs and that the national windows are for clubs that are playing well. Well, just change your existing rules that you have for your other two marquee national spotlights that would not change any of the dynamics of how a team prepares for a game. You do that. You can, the, the world is your oyster. You can flex games in whenever you want. You can create exciting entertainment. You can, for, I'm sorry, but I'm going to make a wrestling reference here for the, the maybe three of you that are wrestling fans. Guess what? Wrestling is scripted entertainment. They get to put the matches in whatever order they want. They, they got two guys that are, it's a hot feud right now. They get to put those guys in the main event at the end of the show as the big marquee moment, as the big marquee close to the show, the big crescendo to the event. WrestleMania is this weekend, so that's why we're making wrestling references here on the show this week. Guess what? The NFL can kind of do that same thing. They can kind of be a booker. They can kind of create the matchups that they want. Again, they can lay out the schedule, they do it months in advance, and then they can very quickly start to look at, okay, maybe what are some potential matchups that we may want to flex in in week four or in week five? 
because again, matchups may be created. And so you know what? You change a week four matchup because you got two teams that are that, are, that happen to be three and zero, and they're going to play each other. And you want that in Sunday night football? Okay, flex it from four o'clock to eight o'clock. Is that so? Is that such a big? Uh, change to everything? No, it's not. And guess what? It allows you to make the ratings for Sunday Night Football even better, make the ratings for Thursday night f- uh, for Monday Night Football even better, and guess what? Just pick better games for Thursday Night Football. That's the other thing about this, too. Just pick better games. I mean, you've got all these people at the scheduling department that come up with all of these different permutations of how this is going to look. You just got to pick better games for Thursday Night Football. If that's what you're concerned about, getting exposure for all your clubs, just pick better games. Don't make teams play twice on short weeks. Don't table a rule that you're going to vote on later about flexing teams into Thursday Night Football. No. Use the existing flex rules that you have that you've already shown a willingness to change because we were not able to flex Monday Night Football just a couple years ago. We've changed that. Increase your flex rules to be able to do them throughout the season because guess what? At the end of the day, diehard football fans are going to watch regardless. So you were trying to generate that casual audience. You're trying to generate that casual fan base. You're trying to get those eyeballs onto your marquee standalone product, Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. You know the way that you do that? You put intriguing matchups. Right, a couple years ago, no one wants to see the Jags on Monday Night Football. No one wants to see the Jets on Sunday on Monday, Sunday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. Nobody wants to see that stuff. But now you got teams that maybe start playing better. The Jags, yeah, they're going to be an attraction this year. I want them in in, in relevancy. Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, yeah, they're probably going to want to get some marquee games in there. Guess what? You got the flexing uh, opportunities to do so. Just extend your flexing rules out to be able uh, to do this for Sunday night and Monday night football. I think it was a much better solution than this. The player safety doesn't make any sense. I think John Marr brings up a great point about the fans that are paying money for these games that you're going to be changing things on um, if you if you go down the route of flexing Thursday night football games. I thought those points were very well taken. And again, uh, not really uh, not really a consultation of the player safety aspect that the NFL triumphs so so loudly sometimes. Uh, but these these moves do not track uh, with that type uh, of sentiment. So uh, you know, a, a bunch of the rules, uh, you know, like I mentioned, NFL players are going to wear number zero. I thought that was a you know. An, easy one to pass right that one was so simple I'm you know I'm I was going to be shocked if that one didn't pass but th- this is the one that's generating uh the most the most buzz but some other ones they voted to expand in- instant replay uh, to allow for review on a failed uh fourth down uh the Houston Texans uh, v- uh were the ones that proposed that one and they also voted to make the penalty for tripping a, a personal foul again those are some other ones uh here were some of the ones that didn't pass or that they weren't voted on this week um allowing teams to designate a third quarterback on game days I already mentioned the fourth and 20 from their own 20 yard line the onside kick proposal uh roughing the passer penalties to be reviewable that was tabled that one was not discussed. Uh, Spotting the ball at the 25-yard line instead of the 20 when a touchback occurs on a punt. Spotting the ball at the 25-yard line on a fair catch or a kickoff. Those are some of the rules uh, that either didn't pass or weren't voted on. But again, this is the big one that's getting the buzz, and rightly so, because I think it goes counter to everything that the NFL tries to say publicly about player safety. That's going to do it for us here on the Wednesday edition of the show. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along here. we got the video version of the podcast coming up next Monday. Maybe for those of you who uh, missed the shows this week, we did make the announcement uh, live video. You will see the production of this show. It will be interactive, allow you to share your thoughts on the topics that I'm talking about in real time. So uh, kind of that that sports talk radio feel is kind of what we're going for here on the TDN Daily Show. So if you're just a podcast listener, you don't have the time uh, to be able to sneak over to the live show, or maybe it's during the workday, you, you, you don't want the boss – 
uh, you know, you know, get in trouble with the boss, guess what? The podcast feed is going to remain unchanged for you. That live show that will be airing on YouTube uh, each and every day will just end up here in your podcast feed. So no changes for you uh, at all. But if, if you got some time, you want to hang out, you want to be a part of the show, you want to be a part of the conversation, uh, maybe there are things that you're shouting at, uh, at your phone or your tablet or wherever you listen to the show while you're listening, guess what? You're going to have an opportunity to interact. Uh, we'll create some good banter, some good conversation, and we'll have a lot of fun. So thanks to you for making all this possible. Again, rating, review, and subscribing. Uh, building the show up has allowed us to uh, want to venture out into doing uh, the video stuff. So appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Wednesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.